0: Hello and welcome, welcome to the Earth Sea Love Podcast. This podcast is for and about women of colour and our relationship with nature. Hosted by me, Sheree Mack. The Earthsea Love podcast is committed to exploring the experiences of women of colour with Mother Nature. We want to provide spaces where the hidden voices in their environmental and conservation conversations can explore their relationship with the natural world. Inspired by our time spent outdoors, we amplify the voices of women of color, our stories, our conversations, interviews, photography, writing, and artwork. We'll be exploring our legacies, histories and memories which have had an influence and effect upon how we perceive ourselves within the natural world and within the environmental and climate justice movements. Welcome to the Earth Earthsea Love Podcast. The Earthsea Love Podcast is a space for women, feminine and non-binary people who are Black, Indigenous, people of colour to explore their relationship with nature. Thank you. Hi, welcome back to the Earthsea Love Podcast. I'm here, down south, house and dog sitting at the moment, for a shih tzu called Chewie, who can be stubborn at times. She definitely leads the way when we are walking, but that's okay, that's okay. It means that I'm tuning in to what her needs and wants are. And it takes me out of my own. So, while I retreat during these summer holidays and regenerate myself, heal, rest, laze, spend more time outdoors in rain or shine. I made that promise at the beginning of the year one, to put out a podcast episode every month of 2023. And I also mentioned in our last episode how I was coming back over the summer and offering just a mini-series, a solo mini-series around permaculture design. I first came to permaculture design through Liz Potter Sweet over at Small Things Creative Projects and this was an introduction to permaculture for artists and creatives. I'd heard about permaculture when I was out in Washington State and my friend out there was talking about permaculture and she pointed me in the direction of a number of people who were on the land growing, had their own garden and were following permaculture design. But I still didn't understand what it meant. I just was thinking that it was gardening, uh, a certain system of gardening. So taking that introduction to permaculture with Liz, I think it was last year, and this was just a number a small number of sessions as an introduction um I began to realize that it was much more than gardening um and I think that might be a common mis misconception around it um and I think there's a distinction that needs to be made between permaculture and permaculture design so if we take a definition of permaculture as a development sorry plane going over i think we must be staying near uh, an air airfield yes airfield because a number of planes go over daily Anyhow, permaculture, meaning as a noun, the development of agricultural ecosystems intended to be sustainable and self sufficient. And there might be the principles that underline that, as in working with nature. Whereas permaculture design is supported by a number of principles um, which are design principles that can be applied to location, climate and culture um, to have that most efficient, sustainable human um, human food production systems um, and Permaculture design is, is, is almost like it's a system to bring about change, which isn't just applied to gardening, but can be applied to, okay, ecosystems, ecology, landscape design, environment, energy, conservation, um, but also creative, art art projects working with the community um so i suppose for me how i try and get it straight into my head is permaculture equals a new regenerative process or a regenerative culture yeah permaculture a new regenerative culture which, where we are redesigning our culture and what we do um, to limit our impact on the planet, and permaculture design is the method that we use to get there. And as Larry, um, Larry Santoyo, I think it's Larry Santoyo, says, "quote You don't do permaculture." You use it in what you do. Um, And permaculture design is, you know, you become intimate with nature. You become, you observe and you learn how nature works um, in order to learn from nature, to see how nature is already doing it, already working. And how we can work more in partnership, in um, in relationship, closer, intimate relationship with nature, so we can lessen our adverse impact on our environment. And there's a number of ethical principles that underline permaculture design and it's um the ethics let's think about the ethics because there's i don't know if you call them ethics or principles but it's earth care people care and fair share and these form the foundations of permaculture design so I'm just working through my understanding um, of permaculture design. So this is me working through it in real life time and trying to get things straight in my head. And I'm using this this mini-series as a way of helping my understanding, embedding it in my in my psyche, and also then ultimately within my practice. So I'm just recapping. The foundations of permaculture design are centred around these three ethics that I've just mentioned, which are earth care, people care, and fair share. And in order to guide these ethics there are 12 design principles and we'll look more in detail at these principles which are um, there's a really good diagram which looks called the permaculture flower where we look at each petal we'll do that anyhow through this mini series but I think what I need to say here is how permaculture design is a creative design process based on whole systems thinking everything is included as we try to make change so we have less of an impact on their environment and that we are not exploitative or extractive as we have been but we are more responsible in terms of our production, our sustainability, our producers and the story goes that permaculture was conceived and developed in the 1970s by co-workers Bill Mollison and David Holgren in Australia Um, and it was um, known at that point by like as permanent um, agriculture, I think that was the term, and that's where permaculture together you know mashes up together to create permaculture as a term. However, and this is this is my rub, this is my book, bear, and this is what I keep um, pushing. Or keep underlining is that okay, um, Mollison and Holgram might have come up with the term permaculture as a philosophy of farming and sustainable living, but they have built this on the traditional indigenous practices. That were already existing within Australia um, from the the native people on the land in Australia, and it's it, they might have brought the co- the concept together under this nice term and created these ethics and principles around it, but they did this from observing. What was happening within the social, cultural and agricultural land, nature stewardship that was already happening within the indigenous population within that country. So again, this is one of my book bears, the idea of the Western world seeing something within... Brown and black bodies, working, tradition, culture, way of being and practicing and taking that, repackaging it and offering it up as if it has just been created by the Western world, that these two men um, have come up with this whole new way, this whole system and i'm not saying mollison and holgram have not given credit for where they got their ideas from or where the whole premise of permaculture comes from i'm not saying they haven't given given it credit or acknowledge this that's not what i'm saying however it is not i don't feel it's emphasized enough or underlined enough Where these principles and ethics have come from. Their roots. Yeah, if we think radical. In the last radical with an E. In the last episode with Mindy um, Sunas. Radical, the roots. Yeah, and the roots are integral to anything that is growing. And I just want to give... The rightful respect and credit and reference to the roots of permaculture design as it is passed off today at the 21st century society. And, um, and that's the thing when there's, if people just go to Mollison and Holgram um, and mention them without going further back, then it's just being reproduced again and again. Not the true, full, whole history, whole foundation. And if permaculture design is all about that whole system thinking, then to deny where the ideas and the practices have come from initially is just reproducing that exploitative, extractive, imperialistic capital system that permaculture design has been set up to eradicate, push against, change. And I think that, you know, just talking now, that has been a main contention with me with permaculture design or has been a major block with me on leaning into it, taking it up, or, um, understanding it and you know what I was also feeding into this is like I'm criticising it for being being passed off again and again as a western creation um, and these are the underpinning principles etc and these are the courses that you can take to become more efficient in it so you can learn and then you can create the the new designs to change how we are exploiting nature and not living in harmony with our environments. And I get that. But there's a, a certain element of privilege that goes with permaculture design. The courses, the diplomas, you need money to do this. And what has is something that keeps rubbing me up the wrong way is that I've been searching for. And maybe it's because I'm searching for permaculture design in Ghana, where my part of my family comes from. And what has been coming up is permaculture design academies or projects where they have it all packaged up, the course and the learning, and selling it back to the Ghanaian population. And I see that as a money-making scheme, are still exploitative I see it getting in the way sometimes of people learning about traditional and indigenous practices with the land who have from time lived in harmony with nature respected nature just taken not even taken asking for permission to live off the land um so to find these courses that are in, you know, Ghana or South America are offering people now how to become who to how how to learn about permaculture design. I, I see it as such it works in opposition or it's an oxymoron about what permaculture design or what it its premise is if it's continued to be exploitative or only available to those who have the financial means um, and only those who have land who can bring about these changes. This is what's underlining my conflict, my tension, yeah, my conflict, my tension with permaculture design. I'm learning about it. I am learning about it and I'm also trying to dismantle my own chips on my shoulder around white supremacy culture, around privilege, around that whole shebang and why I keep hitting up against these principles or ethics or projects or things that have permaculture design as a title on them and how they are saying... We're working from a regenerative um, approach and system so everyone can live more sustainable, self-sustainable in harmony with nature um, when they're still within, within the operating system which is extractive and exploitative. Yeah, it's going round and round because this is not just with permaculture design. It's the whole ideas and whole practices that I've been trying to adopt to free not just myself but my community, the people that I work and be with from this system, this white supremacy, imperialist, capitalist Patriarchy, heteropatriarchy system. And how can you do that when you're so enmeshed within the system yourself? So yeah, so permaculture design is just another, I don't know, tenant on that, that journey of becoming. Anyhow, less of me we're writing on. Hopefully, this first episode will give you some idea where we're going. Um And if not, (laughs) just keep tuning in and find out where we do go. Yeah, but I think the next one we'll be talking about those ethics that underpin permaculture design a little bit more. And then we'll work our way through the 12 principles that are the guide, the guides of creating regenerative systems. Okay, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening and see you later in the summer months. Take care. Bye for now.